Welcome back to another episode of Louisiana Ladies. My name is Melissa Torito. And I am Maggie Robinson. And this is a podcast with with no no agenda. We would love if you guys would subscribe to the podcast and that way you never miss a new episode. Additionally, when you subscribe, if you could rate and review, we would really appreciate that as well. We are also on social media, both Instagram and Facebook, so please give us a follow at Louisiana Ladies Podcast. And Maggie? You can reach us at our email address, louisianaladiespodcast at gmail.com. We are back with another episode of Louisiana Ladies with, I mean, a very fabulous guest. Look at her hair. I mean, she looks fantastic. I washed it for you. Like a model. <laughs> it's like a model is coming up in here. So it is Rebecca Lemoyne. Hello. And I call her Bex. Yes. Actually, I think Emma calls you Bex, and so then I just call you Bex, um, which I think is really cute. Bex is cute. Bex, it's you. You're a Bex. It I'm fits a Bex, Bex for sure. Um, so. We're going to talk to Rebecca, what she's doing, what she's up to nowadays. Rebecca and I have known each other. Tell me the year you started working. Ten-ish? Ten-ish years? I don't know. Probably ten. Ten years. Okay. Mm -hmm. We were neighbors, and um, she worked at the firm for a nice stint. Yeah. Yeah. So, we're going to kind of just, we're going to start with where you're from, Bex, which is not always that exciting, depending on the person. And... Go to what you're doing now, which to me is like super exciting. Okay. All right. She's looking at me like she's scared. Are you scared? <laughs> I mean, do we really want to talk about taxes? No, we don't want to talk okay, about taxes. Gonna We're going to gloss over that. Okay. okay? Let's gloss over we that. Don't. That's my professional background, but where I am now, what I have more fun doing. Which is, is I think it's truly your passion. Yes. Yeah, it's much more exciting. Okay. Um, but I want to get, I want to kind of lead up to that okay. really quick. Okay. So you're born and raised Baton Rouge? Pretty much. Yes. Okay. What is that? I was ten. I was born in Alexandria. Oh, okay. So, but then Baton Rouge has been your home. Mm-hmm. Okay. I went to LSU and didn't leave. So here we are. Right. And then you started at. Did you start at Falcon Winkler right after I college? I started at another firm for a year. Okay. And then Sam Winkler stole me away. Oh yes. And yes. so for the audience, Sam Winkler is David Winkler's son, and David Winkler is the Winkler of Falcon Winkler. So um, f- feel like. People could have probably put two and two together. Okay, so she comes to the firm. Her and I just become like instant friends because she's very easy to get along with. Uh, Super duper smart. Did taxes. Everybody knows I don't know anything about taxes. So you did that for a couple of years. And then you left. Yes. On a very, just very good note. Bex and I were still friends. She just talked to one of our partners whenever she walked in. So you left. To, uh, to originally pursue tax work by yourself, shall I say. Yes. I'm going to say do your own thing, but yes. you know, that sounds, but that's, that was your original thought. Am I correct? That was that? the plan. And, you know, you never really know what things, how things will play out and how it's going to turn out and you get into it. And it's good. I still do it. Um, you know, it definitely provided a little more flexibility to work on just different things I wanted to work on. And then to pursue other opportunities as well. Okay, so let's talk about that other opportunity because I've always said this. Ever since I found out about this other opportunity, I just feel like that's where your heart is. Not that you don't, I mean, I feel like you'll do people's taxes. But would you say you're super passionate about taxes? 
You know, I can't say that. <laughs> I mean, I kind of feel like it's it's anyone. I don't. I mean, right. I don't hate them actually. I really enjoy like the process of short term tax return. You get the info in, you get it out. People are happy because they didn't have to do it, and you move on. So I actually do really enjoy that part. Or I have a client right now selling her business, and so I enjoy helping her figure that out. So it is rewarding. Okay, so you're doing some consulting yes. work on top of the tax returns. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. But you don't really see that much impact from it. You know, it's a lot of times you just see people once a year and they're happy to check something off their list and then it's done. Yes. I feel like it would be hard. I I mean, I don't know this for a fact. I know that our tax department has relationships with clients, but I do think there's some clients that are your once a year clients. And it's just hard to have a, I don't want to say a rapport, but Mm -hmm. there's not as much you're not touching them throughout the year. There's not as much work that needs to be done, you know, depending right. on the client. Like, I actually have a lot of clients I've never even met in person. Oh, wow. Yeah, it will just be friends of friends that refer me, and we do everything electronically, and I know everything about them and how many kids they have and where they live and what they do. And, and their social security number. Yeah, I've never seen them. <laughs> I always think about that. I'm like, wow, we know a lot of information about a lot of people. Right. Um, but truthfully, though, even if you haven't met them, for those people, it's peace of mind to know they have a professional doing their tax return. And you're right. They might check it off the box. But, like, again, if somebody says, well, who does your taxes? They're going to say, oh, Rebecca, you know, and she's wonderful and fabulous. Right. So taxes are confusing. I hate taxes. I've said this before. I don't even do my own return. Yeah, you shouldn't. No. Why? And Why? I, I would really screw it up. Just I'm just being very honest, right? Uh, but, you know, I do the firm's uh, retirement plan and. That's there you go. Perfect. Um, okay, so let's talk about your passion. So about how long ago was it where you became like basically a business owner of? So let's let's talk about what you bought. Okay, so I now for four years, four years. have owned Pure Bar, which is a boutique fitness studio. Um, it's the largest bar franchise in the nation, and we have one location here in Baton Rouge in the Perkins Overpass area. So I've been the owner and a teacher there for four years. Were you a teacher before? I was not. I was a client. Oh, okay. Um, a dear, dear friend of mine got me to become a client probably six or seven years ago whenever I worked here, actually. And she basically was like, Becca, you know, you're not getting any younger. I know you're fit, but you should probably get a little stronger. It's time to work out. Like, come work out with me because I've never been a big worker outer. I ran in high school and I hated it, honestly. Uh, so just kind of managed my health through diet. And so I started going to Pure Bar with her and fell in love with it and then started seeing the changes. Um, you know, whenever I worked here, we have, I don't know if you still do, we had the big Kentwood water jug. Yeah. No, we actually have something that is hooked up to our water line. We've oh, really stepped it up a notch. Still working on so a sonic expensive. ice machine, but we, we have, we, yeah. We but got yeah, I mean, I used to always have to get Scott or someone else to change the water when I needed more water because <laughs> I drink a oddly large amount of water every day. And so, you know, after taking Pure Bar for a while, I realized, oh, wait, I can lift this five, 10 gallon jug of water. And so it was really gratifying to be stronger and to not have to depend on other people, although I still ask Scott to do it for me. Yes. <laughs> and you should. Yes. I ask Scott you, to Scott. do a lot for me. Yes. I mean, if I get wine here, I'm like, Scott, come on. Open the bottle. Yeah. Um, all right. So let me ask you, what was it about? I kind of, you know, you know, I am a big worker outer and yes, I'm always, love that. I'm always kind of trying new things. So what was it necessarily about the particular type of workouts with Pure Bar, but 
you know, that, that you really enjoyed? Because I've done, I think it was like bar three. Yes. And then I, is there just bar? Or is so it- bar is very generic, like bar okay. three I've taken and it's great, but it's a little more yoga in it. I feel like, okay. like a little slower, bigger movements. Um, don't quote me on that. It's been a while, but pure bar is really low impact, high intensity. You work your muscles to the point of fatigue. So they might start shaking. Um, and it's one thing that sets it apart is it's musically driven. So I know you like to spin and mm-hmm. that's to the music. So pure bar is too. So you kind of get wrapped up in the beat and the music and it goes really quickly for that reason. So I feel like that's something I need to do. You haven't of done course. it yet? I did. Re- once, Rebecca, I, I did. And I loved it. My, um, so Bex, we'll, we'll talk about me for a second. Yes, please. <laughs> What's your current workout? You know, the, the thing that I have the hardest time with, and Maggie knows this and Lainey knows this because we've talked about this on the podcast and they just look at me and they're like, oh, here she goes again. But is the low impact workouts, right? And I've gotten better, right? So I did Pilates Plus for mm-hmm. three years. I just recently uh, quit my membership there. I do, I have an audience, I have no science, scientific reasoning for this, but I feel like that one got to, great workout, great for your abs. You can see changes in your body. But I do feel like after a while, a lot of the movements become the same. And your body gets very used to it. And then you don't really see any results. And that's okay if you're not looking for results. Me, I constantly want, and I'm not necessarily saying aesthetically for me, I want to get stronger. So like if I'm still doing the exact same number of push-ups or my push-up looks exactly the same, I personally want to get stronger. So my hesitation with Pure Bar has always been like, like I know I should do something like yoga and probably something more slow paced. I'm, I'm always worried about the pace and if I'm going to get bored. And it's just a confession. But the one that I took that one time with that adorable teacher kicked my butt. And it was a great, and I really enjoyed it. And yeah. she like weights on your arms yeah. and you're like doing this and you're like, oh my God, this is, this it's is amazing heavy. how heavy two pounds feels yeah. when you hold them for eight and minutes. Yeah. The burn. Uh huh. Oh, when you talk about the muscle shaking, I've never, ever experienced that before. And I went to a bar class. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. I feel like my body's convulsing and. I think you feel like if you don't, like, kill yourself, you're not actually doing a workout. You know, I've actually (laughs) thought about uh, taking this. I actually wanted to tell Patrick for our anniversary, babe, uh, that I want just, like, a regular watch and not one of these watches that constantly monitors your activity because I get obsessive with it. So for me, if I'm working out, I'm very accustomed She's to a pretty watch. Let's see what you got. Yeah. I never wear my Apple Watch because I I'm kind of the same way. There's so many metrics in life of um, I like the way you doing like more and stronger and better and faster, and that's not always the true metric of success. And your body is different every single day, and even like hormones, especially for women, your body's different some days you can't balance as well or some days you need to eat a little more protein or there's just different dynamics and so um pure bar really is so intense already that I don't wear my watch because I don't want to try to you know you need to have like a little grace on yourself too and not always be about harder and faster sometimes do not disagree I we've had multiple people on this podcast um, and I had a health coach for a little while tell me the exact same thing. And I've gotten better. I told Maggie, I was like, I've gotten better. And I'm not as focused on it. But um, it's still very hard for me. Because, you know, you get into this routine. or It's a mindset thing, too. 
Well, and it's good. If, I feel like when I do wear mine, I feel accomplished. I'm like, okay, I worked out this many minutes. I walked this far. And so it's like a nice way to just check in when I do wear it and feel like I checked some boxes and accomplished some things. Yeah. So about how long are the classes at Pure Bar? 50 minutes. 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's a good time. Yeah, and there's the three different classes. So to your point, you know, you don't want to develop too much muscle memory because then you will plateau. Um, so we have the class at Pure Bar class, which is a lot of just strength training with your own body weight. And then there's Empower, which uses wrist weights and ankle weights. And it's more, has some cardio-centric interval training in it. So it's a lot higher higher calorie burn and heart rate, um, some bigger movements, still a lot of control though. And then Reform, which is probably my favorite to teach right now and it mimics a reformer machine but with your body so you have sliders on your feet oh, yeah. and resistance bands on the bar and hooked into the baseboard so you have the extra resistance but you really have to use your muscle to move it versus having a machine pushing back on you hmm. and it's also a higher calorie burn like you don't feel you don't realize it at first because the movements are longer and slower, but because you're holding so much resistance, all of a sudden you're like, oh, my heart rate's a lot faster. I'm, you know, sweating a lot. So I do find, like, I'm doing this, I've been doing beach body on demand. So I've started working out at my house, and I've probably been doing, like, just solely working out at my house since October. Part of that was because my insomnia had gotten really bad. And so I, like, knowing I needed to get up and go to a workout class, was. It's, I've said this on the podcast. I'm like, I feel like it sounds absolutely ridiculous. But I was already anxious to not be able to sleep. Plus, I knew I had to get up. And so just knowing that I don't necessarily have to get up to be anywhere has helped my sleep. So that's why I've been working out at home. And I do like the beach body on demand. I do find, and it's been good for me right now. It's good when we're super swamped at work, you know. And so I feel like I could get back into something. I don't really want to have a membership anywhere. I'm trying to not have memberships because at one point I had way too many. But something to just kind of like change it up, you know. Um, the thing about the beach body programs is a lot of time they're five or six days a week. So if you want to, and they do, they mix in like, yoga and stretching and stuff like that but um you know this always piques my interest yeah i'm not sure why i feel like maybe one class was like at 5 15 which is too early and the next one was at like seven what right we, we have so we currently have 41 classes a week so most days we have 5 37 8 15 9 30 noon 5 36 45 and then of course less on the weekends mm-hmm. so i think the 5 30 maybe was what was too early for you a little too, or too late too early. Yeah, well. Do y'all use the Mind Body app too, or y'all on a different? We don't. We're on a different one. It's called Club Ready. Okay. But the app store is just called Pure Bar. It's easy. Yeah. It was easy. I think I got when Rebecca texted Similar me, to any other place, you know. So how many days a week are you typically there? So probably about four or five, because besides teaching, I obviously want to go take. And right now we're in the middle of our March challenge that we have every year called the Bar Stronger Challenge, which is 20 classes in March. And, of course, we're closed for the St. Patrick's Day Parade that runs right by the studio. Mm -hmm. So it's 20 classes, basically in 30 days. Um, And it's right after Mardi Gras, so it's a good time. Most people want to kind of kickstart the year. And um, people always think New Year's is when people kickstart fitness, but I find in Baton Rouge it's really Mardi Gras. (laughs) You know, after Mardi Gras, then it's like, all right, it's Lent. we got to reset to get back in a routine. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're in the middle of that right now. So I'm at the studio probably a little more than usual. So probably about five days a week. So how is it being a business owner of 
a boutique fitness center? Like, what's that? So when you went to go buy it, I'm assuming that it was because you were passionate about it and you loved it and this opportunity came up. But what are some of the challenges that, because I feel like being a business owner of a CPA firm is might be a little bit different than being a business owner of like a fitness boutique. I mean, still a business owner, but I feel like there's probably different challenges that you have to overcome. Right. I mean, I think a CPA firm, you're really focused on managing people and processes because especially with a reputation like yours, if you don't, sure, you do business development, but a lot of your clients are from word of mouth and stuff like that. So I think the thing that surprised me about fitness is there's such a sales focus that, you know, you want to think about just the good of it and making sure your classes are strong and processes are strong and that you have a good environment. But then there's this other side of a sales process of you have a lead that comes in online because they submit an interest form. So then you need to call them and you need to put them into the studio. And there's that whole side, which is not, um, I think sales seems like such an ugly word sometimes, especially when you pair it with something that's for your benefit, like health and wellness and fitness, but it is a necessary part of it. Well, and I think, I mean, I feel like you probably are more educational when you do those sales calls. Yes, well, and that's the thing, you know, if someone is reaching out to your studio, they clearly have an interest to start some type of workout regimen, and it's either for them or it's not for them, you know, and so just helping them learn what Pure Bar is and come take a class and learn about their options, you're right, it is more educational. So how has membership, you know, changed in the past four years? Just like the number of members and and actually if if just out of curiosity, if you can disclose this, the former owner was just kind of ready to take a step back. Yes, and then at the same time her husband actually got a really good promotion or an opportunity um, with his company in a different city and his boss was like, uh, I guess you can't take it. Your wife has a business in Baton Rouge and he's like, actually, we're selling it, so it was really good for them, um, and they were starting a family, so it was kind of ready to move on. And did they approach you, or did you approach them? So, my friend who got me into Pure Bar, Jill, she actually approached the owner, because Jill's owned successfully several businesses mm-hmm. in the past, and Jill wanted to buy the studio. Um, so, she approached the owner, and then with her work, it was too demanding, and she started a big new job, and it's like, back slips let's buy this together. And it's like, okay, great. That sounds great. Um, and then her job was just so demanding. She didn't feel like it was the right time for her. So she encouraged me to do it on my own. And I'm glad I did. Were you freaked out? Were you like nervous? Yeah. I mean, sometimes you just have to shoot the name. Okay. You know, (laughs) jump in, look. (laughs) Well, I was just, I mean, you have a business background. So, you know, I feel like you had more of an idea than somebody else that, that doesn't have necessarily a bit like an like an ed- education, um, a background in business and working in taxes. Again, that's not the same, necessarily the same thing, but you know, you worked with a lot of business owners. I feel like I learn a lot about running a business from other business owners, right? Can we, um, can we just shout out to that friend? She was like, here, cut, cut. Trying to get on your health journey. And right. she's like, also here, be a business owner. Still, I mean, Jill. she's... Um, I know Jill. She's great. She's she a little older great. than I am. So yeah. I'm always like, okay, what do I need to do next? I'm like, Jill. And <laughs> yeah. She's never led me astray. She has really great advice if anyone needs it. She seems very composed to me every time I've seen her. Like, she was, seems like she'd be really good for that. So, mm-hmm. okay. So she you, still takes Pure Bar every 
Monday, Wednesday, Friday at the same time. And so she's been great. So has membership increased since you took over as owner? It has. I mean, it's definitely hard to really measure that with COVID in the middle of yeah, that, we're you know, about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously I lost a lot of my student members because they all went home since LSU was virtual and then, you know, people were a little fearful sometimes to come back in studio and then you had the other people who were knocking the doors down to come back because they wanted to get out of the house and do something normal. Um, and so but I feel like it's leveled out a little bit since then. Yeah. I was, yeah. So, cause I think that first or second weekend of COVID, um, you and I took a long walk around the neighborhood and we were both like, I don't know, like you were probably thinking of one thing I was trying, I was like, is this really, this is really going to last like two weeks. <laughs> and like, I remember your neighbors were like, I mean, I guess they like lock us in our house. They're going to have to give us like meals ready to eat. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what is Love going my neighbors. <laughs> yeah. But she was very nonchalant about it. Like, oh, yeah. if they do it, that's fine. Whatever. And I was like, oh, wow. So, you know, what was kind of going through your mind? You know, clearly you still have your tax practice and that was just going to keep going. Right. On. But, you know, I mean, you had to shut down your studio, like completely shut right. it down for, for a few months. I yeah. Think. Several months. I think we reopened in May. So I guess a couple months. Uh-huh. Um, and we closed before everyone else had to close like a few days before because uh-huh. everyone was so freaked out. And, you know, we saw it was happening nationally too. Um, so yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know what was going through my mind. Just like one day at a time, we're hanging on, mm-hmm. took a lot of walks with my dog around the neighborhood, trying to figure it out. Um, but I think just having such a great staff and supporting clients really helped because everyone was so encouraging of, you know, we'll keep our memberships and we'll do live stream classes. Um, so I think so that, you pivoted, you were yes. able to pivot as much as possible. Yeah. I think that's great. I really think that shows, and I, and I think a lot of studio, the studios that were able to do that, I mean, again, I have no actual data for this, but I do think the studios that are able to pivot and start doing live stream classes probably hung in there longer than some of the others that had to just completely shut down and they couldn't, and they, they either didn't have the capacity or maybe they just didn't have the technology to be able to do live stream classes. I keeps agree. Keeps engaged, like, you know, keeps yeah. them engaged. And pure bar, I mean, it is your own body weight. Yeah. I'm sure you don't have a bar at your house, but you have a dining room table you can lean against or a chair. And so we had an advantage over maybe some other types of fitness Yeah, because you can do it from home. Um, are y'all still doing live stream classes? No, or not anymore. Okay. My question is, with Pure Bar being a franchise, were there any policies with that that you guys had to follow, or was it up to your discretion what you got to do? It really was up to our discretion. I think everyone, you know, different parts of the nation were so different, and different parts right. opened up so much later than we did um, that it was a little hard for Pure Bar corporate to really dictate what it would look like for people. You know, they provided resources, of course. But. And, I, and I wonder if it was like that for a lot of franchises, just because yeah. at the end of the day, or, you know, whenever it was decided at the national level that states were going to basically dictate their policies. And so maybe from the franchise level, they were just kind of following suit with what that, I think it would have been different. I mean, I, I think it would have been different if, like, everything was national level, right? Yeah. All these decisions for all of our states, you know, so. Well, and Pure Bar is kind of an unusual franchise. You know, a lot of franchises you have an owner who's really the financer and then mm-hmm. hires a lot of managers mm-hmm. and they'll open multiple locations. locations. And yeah. Pure Bar really is more kind of grassroots clients who or people who were clients and then decide to start their own studios. And I would say the majority of Pure Bar owners are in their studio multiple times a week, teaching, managing, 
hands in the business versus sitting at a desk, running numbers, calling a manager. You know, I mean, most pure bars do have a manager as well, but pure bar owners tend to be a little more in the weeds, I think, than some other franchises. And I would venture to say because people are passionate about it. And I feel like when you're passionate about a certain form of fitness or fitness in general, you really want to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is what I'll do yes. when I retire. That makes yes. sense. Because you should. I'll, You'll I'll be so buy, good at I'll it. I'll go buy a fitness studio. <laughs> yeah. A boutique fitness studio. I'm from Shreveport and two of my friends' moms opened up the location yes, there because them. they had gone to other cities and taken classes. Yeah, they took class, I think, in 38 is where they started taking. Yeah, probably so. so. It's so funny. So many people started taking in either Birmingham, 38, or Nashville, and from those cities, then they took it back to where they are from. Because Pure Bar's been around 21 years now, oh, so wow. it's pretty established. Yeah. So the, um, I'm going to kind of get a little granular here. Okay. So the routines, is that up to the individual instructor to put together a routine? It depends. So it is, you know, since it is a franchise, we have options and no two classes will ever be the same, but we follow kind of a protocol of how to put it together. So the teacher does have some discretion. So I always wonder that. I'm like, you have to think about putting together a 50 minute routine oh yeah never did I ever think I could speak on a microphone for 50 minutes with something memorized and remember the sequence and what to say and what to do I mean it's I have to kind of stop and think about that sometimes about how crazy that is I feel like it comes very naturally to you though Bex well and I'm good at patterns so it helps memorize it but yeah what'd you um, get on the wonder lick Wonder Lake. Do you remember? Did you take it? Yeah, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> the other day at our partner meeting, we started pulling up all the partners on the Wonder Lake to see who got the highest score. Oh, I know it was you. It was me and Scott. Yes. We tied. We tied. <laughs> Tommy's like, I got a 32. I'm like, no, you never actually took the Wonder I probably Lake. happened in a folder somewhere. I was proud of it. Yeah. I can't remember. I'll have to look it up and see what you got. Um, yeah. I mean, that's to me, uh, it's funny whenever, even when I was doing Pilates Plus, I thought, you know. I feel like I could do this. You could. Absolutely. You'd be so good at it. Maybe I need it for my zen. You Uh know, I feel like, do you feel like Pure Bar, I would think, helps your stress level and your just mental well-being? Do you think there's an aspect of that to it? Oh, for sure. And that's um, the, one of the biggest feedback from clients is that they enjoy the mental aspects. Because it does move so quickly and it's to the music. You like moms always say, I can't think about my kids or I can't think about the grocery list. Brides say, This is the only time I don't think about my wedding planning. You know, it's the only time you're really thinking about just what you're doing for that moment. Yeah, and there's just there's gotta be a sense of satisfaction mm-hmm. for the, both the instructors and you as the owner. You right. Know? Um, so let's talk about the instructors. How many do you have over there? I'm about ten right now. Oh wow. How do you find these people? They're I should say lots of prayers, and every time I get one, I say, dear Lord, thank you for my pure bar miracle. <laughs> <laughs> so, but they, you have to go through tr- specific training. For, right. Look, lady, so lady's not going to Lady, are you a pure bar instructor? No. We just don't I know, know it. So I, know. I grew up in dance, so okay. I've done... Come join us. I've never done pure bar, but um, there was a studio in Shreveport, where I'm from, that actually, they took one of my old dance studios and made it into a bar studio mm-hmm. um but now pure bar opened in treeport and a girl that i did dance with is an instructor okay yeah um, so i know me. like people are kind of with that similar mindset 
enjoy it. I think that on our next local crawl, our <gasps> first stop should be... Can we take a class? Pure bar. Yes, okay, we can do a bar to so bar. Fun. Take a pure bar class, and then we'll go check out a local bar in the area. Oh, yeah, bar to bar. That's, bar that's our jam. Yes, I know. So I know my audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we did something back in August, which was probably the hottest day of the year, and it was super fun. We went to some of the boutiques, and we ended up at Mestizo's, and so oh, we had fine. a great time. We, we went and saw different guests. Yeah, different guests. Yes, you know. come see us. Yeah, okay. Yeah, can we come go? I want to come love to that. I want to take a class with you. I want to take a Ms. class Robinson. with you. Miss Robinson. I'm awful. I do. No, I have no balance. And that's one of those things, like, I feel like as I get older, I don't know if I need to work on it or I should work on it. But my balance is one of the most frustrating things to me when I do certain, I guess, unilateral or single light, single sided mm-hmm. workouts. So mine thing. See, I get your technical. Core. My little ballerina and self comes out. You got to stay grounded. Yes. Well, it's all those small supporting muscles. So I don't want you to lower bar. Probably like Shut bigger up. muscle groups. <laughs> I just want to let you know, Maggie. How many pair bar? Your balance will be perfect. Maggie picks, Maggie picks on me all the time. I've been wanting her to like chill out with the workouts for a long time. Maggie. <laughs> chill out. <laughs> Bex is like, um, Why are you wasting your energy? I have known, I have known Missy longer than you I have. Know. It's like, come on. This is chill, actually. <laughs> I actually listen the most on the podcast, so I don't, you know, interrupt people and, uh, you know, when we're recording. Would you say that bar you're you're going for like lean lean muscles you're going for to look like rebecca (laughs) okay well so i mean yeah you're you're not gonna bulk up from pure bar you know you're gonna get stronger for sure you're gonna burn some fat um but it's a big emphasis on all your supporting muscles to your core so it's really good for people who sit at desk all day to help you with your posture and all those things you know what about flexibility oh yeah We'll help with that. Um, we do stretch some, not a lot, but that obviously helps with your flexibility um, and the, the range of motion of some of the exercises. I'm all for it. The only thing yeah. I struck, my form is terrible. So you're a dancer. Like there's like a way that you're life. you're supposed to. Um, Tuck your like pelvis. A, uh-huh. Yes. Heavy I still struggle with that. It feels though. very like, awkward to me. Uh-huh. Um, so... It is. There's a lot going on, and pure bar is, you know, one of you asked earlier about bar just being different. Bar is very generic, and pure bar is a very specific technique. So it does take, you know, five to ten classes to start to pick up on the technique because it is technical. And probably just like a lot of type of Pilates classes are really technical. Yeah. You know, it's just like you're not, you don't know what you're doing. Right. So it is hard for people, I find, who are used to doing something like CrossFit or Orange Theory because they're used to these big movements. And so it's really hard for them to stay in their, like, deepest working zone and work really small movements. So they might go down and up, like, six inches. But you really want to go start at your lowest point and then go down an inch, one inch, you know. And so find your deepest work zone versus finding your big range of motion. Because it's just a different workout, a different philosophy. Yeah, and I do feel like, you know, I think that's that's a great point, five to ten workouts. I mean, when I started doing Pilates Plus, I mean, there's certain, there's like catfish. Right. Like, no, but you're not going to know what a catfish is you know when you first. Catfish is. Right, like. right. You're not going to know what that is. So, 
I mean, it probably took me two or three months in Pilates mm-hmm. Plus for me to even get, uh, you know, acclimated to just the terminology. And I think that's where some people start getting frustrated and then they give up, you know. And so I think a good instructor and just a good studio that has good members, you yeah. know, that can be very encouraging. So, I mean, at one point in Pilates Plus, this girl was new and she literally looked at me the entire time and she was like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, no, I mean, my, like, I don't know if I meant, I mean, I'm not this like perfect form, but I know whenever they say like inchworm, I know exactly where I need to go on the machine now, you know? But I think it's like that with any workout because I actually just not, started. But not necessarily Orange Theory. Yeah. It's run. Right. Well, I've never done Orange Theory, but I just biceps. started CrossFit and they're. You started CrossFit? Yeah. <laughs> Lady, um, they. I've been having to go to these like. Do you? See, I mean, you're, we're gonna have to move you back. I'm sorry. I don't know enough about your life. Laney moved. I'm in the oh, back no. of the office, and she was like, "See you, Melissa. I'm moving up front." And I was like, "Okay, that's that. fine." But the front where is that? I now? do like that. The, back the, the place that we're going to. We've been having to do these like introductory one-on-one classes mm. for that, them that to intimidating. like explain everything, and they told us they were like, um, for the first two months, like, do not look at anybody else, and do not worry about anything just like make sure you understand what you're doing well and i i kind of equate crossfit with powerlifting type moves right so cleans jerks all these things it's that i did with the trainer it's a combination <laughs> because at first i was intimidated by that because i really started lifting last year and i saw the most change in my body from lifting than like mm-hmm. focusing on cardio mm-hmm. but crossfit's like a mix because you do that and then you also do the like Maggie did it. I was talking to Maggie about it. You did a CrossFit class? And you do the, like, workout of the day, which is all the jumping and cardio stuff. Who are you? When did you do that? Oh, this is... I was... Was I working here? <laughs> Wait, you know what I love about Maggie? <laughs> she will try any workout. She really will. She, I would not say she's like a worker outer, okay? Like, that's that's not, she's not a worker outer. A lot of stuff. But she will But that's the hardest part for most people is just trying something no, new, you she, know? She got no shame. She just goes that's and tries. Awesome. Yoga on the lawn? Okay, I'll do that. I will try anything. The commitment is the issue. <laughs> Committing to anything and like getting in any sort of routine is a struggle for me. Yeah, but, that's why you need a buddy. Yeah, you gotta have an accountability, but mm-hmm. you not me. <laughs> no, we don't like the same workouts. I know that. No, Maggie would be like, shut up, Melissa. I'm not I'm tired. I need to sleep. She told me the other day, she was like, Oh, I couldn't finish the rep, so I paused the workout video. I'm like, You paused it? Like I've never paused a workout. I just wouldn't finish. I would just I would just take a break and you know, like <laughs> Yeah, it was like 10 push-ups. I wanted to get all 10 push-ups, and I did have to take a break. I understand that. Thank you, Becca. Yes. Yeah, Maggie was like, what? And I'm like, I mean, I'm just going to have to finish the rest. It's that type yes. A personality. Maggie, would you say you're type A? Oh, oh my God, no. Probably not. I'm going to say Maggie's not type A. I don't a. think I'm really that type A. You're not... Uh, it depends on what we classify as type A. You're not high-strung. No. You're not high-strung. Maggie is very type B. I don't know what that means. It's not bad. It's just like it's you're bad. more relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. Most of my friends are not as high strong as I am. So I think well, that's most probably... people aren't as high strong as you are. Well, I think there's a reason. But I mean, I am intense, so I don't think I'm high strong. You need people to balance you out. Right. I need these people in my Becca is very calming. We have had you many are. a talks on her porch drinking. Miss the porch. Lots of How many bottles? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk about this one too. So Becca comes over to my house. Was it Thanksgiving? One time it was like a Thanksgiving. It was just a evening. random night. So she comes over, and Patrick decided he was just going to keep pouring wine into me and Beck's glass. Okay, and the next morning I woke up, and there were 
three and a half bottles of wine that were gone. And I don't think Patrick helped. He did. Yeah. So no, Patrick. He did it. So, like, I woke up the next morning. I was like, Becca. That was like, bad. we opened a fourth bottle of wine. And she was like, OMG. She was there till like, she was there till like midnight, yeah. you know, but we were I just. Mean, when you can walk two blocks home. Yeah. We were just like, I think I'm like, it was two blocks. I mean, the wildest sure nights. Are the nights that you don't plan to do anything. Right. And that's when I feel like, and we had a good conversation that particular evening too. And like, I actually remembered a lot of it, but I just, I remember waking up and be like, oh, we did good. Like we, we only drank three bottles of wine and I saw the other half one sitting (laughs) on like the, you know, the end table that we must have been like, we want one more glass, one more glass of that one. So, um, okay. So back to the instructors really quick because I interrupted myself. That's a, is that a pretty intense training program that they have to go through? It is. And I actually have one. See, that's where I find instructors. A lot of times they are clients who have a really good form and express an interest in being an instructor. Or sometimes being Matt Mountain Ridge, I get lucky and people will move here and they were taught at a different pure bar. Um, so I have one girl who's in training right now. It's four days with corporate. It's really intense all day. And then you come home and train basically on your own and with other teachers for about 30 days until you're ready to jump in and um, sure expect it to jump in and know everything and know how to adjust clients because in pure bar your teacher you know it's individualized fitness in a group setting so the teacher's not doing it with you um, the teacher's showing you how and then walking around to adjust you and make sure you're doing it safely a and then b challenging yourself to get into that best form. And about how big are the classes? Like when do you guys, like what do you guys cap out on in terms of the number of people? We cap out at 18. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'd say the average is probably more in your 10 or so people okay. range. Okay. You know, just depends on the time of day. That's interesting. So yeah, that's not too many people. No, that's not too many people. No, no, it's not. So you can still, the teacher can still have her eyes on everyone and you know, you're not on top of each other necessarily. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of people correcting my form. Like, Mm -hmm. because if if you do it wrong, one, you're not going to get the results you want. And two, you risk injury. Mm -hmm. And I have injured myself because, or been sore or super tight or like my back hurts because I know I'm doing a deadlift or whatever I might be doing. I'm just going to use deadlift where I'm pulling with the wrong muscle. I don't think you're supposed to not pull with your lower back, which I'm pretty sure is what I've done. Um, so, well, Bex, do you think you're going to do pure bar like full time? Are we going to still do tax returns? I say I tax still returns. I do tax returns. I love my little tax clients, and you know, things like COVID just make you realize maybe pure bar is not the best full time option. <laughs> but I kind of feel like you, and maybe. I don't know if you feel like this. I feel like at this point in your life, you kind of have the best of both worlds. Get the technical, you get the technical stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. You get the, you know, your pure bar and that family. And I feel like at a studio, like pure bar, really is kind of like a little family. It is, and I have, you know, like the more analytical part of accounting, and then the more creative part of pure bar. So it is a good balance for me. You know, part of the day I spend by myself, part I spend with other people. So it's it's a good balance. And for on pure bar, do you have somebody doing the books, or you're handling all of like the office stuff too? You know, Miss, what's the saying? It's the cobbler whose kids don't have shoes. 
Okay. So I um, quote unquote do my own quick okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So let's just say I'm like the entrepreneur I hate as a client. I'm like, oh, why are I'm you doing there. everything? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, one, you can. I mean, yeah. you definitely have the skill set to be able to do that. So you're pretty busy, I would say, Pumbex. I would say. But, you know, still find time to enjoy the weekends and see friends and do all that. Yeah, and you have your sister. Is your sister still, um, is she in New Orleans? She is. She's married now. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, I think I saw that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she likes to pop into Baton Rouge every month or so to stay with me and really to stay with Biscuit. But, um, so I'll see her again, I think, next week. Does Biscuit, so Biscuit is Becca's dog. And uh, does, what kind of dog is Biscuit again? A mini Australian Labradoodle. Yes. Does Biscuit still have as much energy as she She does. That is one energetic dog. She is Can we get it? And everyone thinks she's a puppy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She's adorable. She is something else. And Bex always does a Christmas card. And how on earth she gets a picture with her and Biscuit, I have no idea. Yes. I don't know how you get a picture with my dogs. That would never happen. (laughs) You know, it's called having a neighbor who's a really good photographer. Yeah. Well. Thanks, thanks, Amy Martin. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Um, Oh. Let's, let's do this fun fact about Becca. Oh. Is that her favorite food? Have you never had this? What is this? The Rayo's marinara. Is that from the grocery store? It's from the grocery. I almost Is that what she made that spaghetti with that one time whenever our power went out and you had power? And I'm pretty sure you had a date that you didn't Oh, we sabotaged a date, so I invited Missy and Patrick over. <laughs> Our power went out, like, run random store. It was that time that it came in, the office, like, that yes. store we're all here in May. I remember yes. it being May. Brings in this cooler weather. Our power in the garden industry is completely out. And Becca's like, well, I'm supposed to have a date tonight. But, I mean, I was making spaghetti. Yeah, I was like, I don't really know about this date. Y'all come over. <laughs> so, basically, Missy the- Patrick and I hung out and my date was there. Right. Right. That's how that went. And I don't even know if Bex told him that we were going to yeah, be there Probably before. not. You're like, oh, hey, our power's out. We're a neighbor. No, I, at that sad point in my life, had not discovered Rayo's yet. Okay. So that's homemade. So it's from the grocery. It's in a jar. If I had time to stop at the grocery store, I was going to bring y'all some on the way. But it's like this New York company, and it's just tomatoes, olive oil, mm. um, like really good, clean ingredients, nothing weird, extra, no extra sugar. I like the spicy one, but the plain is good, too, and I... Put it on everything, and we have a group text about it, about, like, every time we eat it. It's, it's like, a weird obsession. Like, if it's on sale at the grocery, we text each other. Aww. It's normally, like, $10 a jar, but you can find it for, like, 8 but it is worth every penny. It's so good. Huh. We've been looking for meal ideas. Yeah. I've never had it. I've seen – I recognize the name. I recognize the name. It's like very tomato-y because Rayo's also has – there's a Rayo's restaurant group in New York, and then they also have, like, little frozen – lasagna and chicken parm at stores um like bedar has i go to bedar they have it oh. um and then what's that store sprouts has it whole foods has it um and they have like jars of soup like a minestrone soup and some chicken soup i mean this thing. is one of those things that's like how do we not how know this have we exists? not known this yeah i don't know i think you might have just changed our life between I, pure bar and the marinara this was sauce. the best thing i had to bring to the table today <laughs> When we so had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. And just so that everybody knows, Becca did not get an A on her questionnaire completion. <laughs> I said, it's okay. I've known her for a long time. I've we'll be able to answered this. three, including my name. Yes. <laughs> yes. So anyway, okay. So Becca, so if people are interested, you know, is the best thing to kind of check out a website or how it was? Yeah. Or Facebook Google, page? Um, Pure Bar Baton Rouge or download the app and it's B-A-R-R-E, Pure Bar. 
and we'll get in touch with you. Yeah, and clearly, as you can hear, that Rebecca is not this pushy salesperson. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but, you know, I just feel like if people are interested knowing that they can have an honest conversation with you or, you know, if any of the other instructors do that as well, I think that gives people, and it's not intimidating. I don't find it's intimidating when you walk in there. Well, is there anybody that bar wouldn't be a good fit for Really, no. Pure Bar is actually really, really good for um, pregnant women and postpartum, and it's really good for people with injuries, too, because you can modify everything. Um, it's very safe since it's low impact. Good to know. Yeah. Look at Maggie shaking her head. She's going to take one class. Yes, on our bar to bar night. On our bar to bar night. going to be so class. good. Or we can do can bar to ice cream. Gail's just open next door to me. Oh, yeah. I heard yeah. that. We tried to walk there last week, and they were closed. Yeah, they, they just opened open this weekend. Day. Mm-hmm. So I said, let's get this on the calendar. We need to get it on the calendar. And we need to to do it it before it gets hot because once it gets hot. And we need to do it when Becca's teaching. Mm -hmm. So there's all these things that we're going to have to figure out. We can arrange this. Okay. Okay. It can happen. All righty, Rebecca. It was so good seeing you. Uh, Sadly, I haven't seen Becca mm, since probably my birthday party. Yeah. Or whenever Emma moved. I don't know. I don't think I saw. Oh, no. That little, the the baby thing. Yeah. Sip and see. That's what it's called. The sip and see. But... I mean, we really should hang out more. I agree. You need to go see my house. Yeah, it's no garden district house, but you know, finally got my couch in. Just get the wine. <laughs> She'll be there. Just get the wine. I got plenty of that. Total yes. wine delivers, and so uh, after Lent. Yes. Yes. Oh, you're not drinking for for like these three weeks. Oh, yeah, me okay. neither. Yeah. Good for y'all. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Good on you. That's it. <laughs> All right, Becca. Okay, I know you'll need to go. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thanks, listeners. Hope y'all have a great week. Bye, everyone. Bye.